from the windows, doors, and more studios, your one-stop shop for all your kitchen and bath needs. The Pat Miller Program. Whoa, whoa. 92.3 FM and 1190 AM. Depend on it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We go into this, the third and final hour of the day for the Pat Miller Program. Thank you for being with us. And same to our guests. Thanks for being with us. Third District Congressman Jim Banks. Uh, Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Nice to have you with us. So, help me a little bit here. Um, if, if Tell me if I've got this right or wrong, which you always do that anyway, so I don't even know why I'm telling you. Uh, but uh, Trump takes a 47-point lead over the Republican field, and at the same time, Ramaswamy seems to be surging and has moved up to second. Any Do either of those things surprise you at all? Not at all. I, I know Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, he's running a tremendous campaign talking about serious issues. And, you know, he was a, uh, a venture capitalist, uh, built businesses, comes from a business background. And you know, he got canceled by the radical left and uh, because of the, the wokeness in corporate America, wrote some books about it, created some new uh new funds to support anti-woke capital and American-made uh, ventures. So he's got a great message, a great background. He seems to be, Pat, everybody's second choice. That's what makes him a very interesting candidate, very articulate on TV all the time. Yep, I've gotten to know him uh, in the Congress. So I'm not surprised by that. And I'm, not, and I'm also not surprised that President Trump's support continues to grow and solidify as the radical left continues to try to uh, uh, block him from his name being on the ballot, and it's uh, it's a backlash for that. So we're at a point, though, Pat, where you know if this was any other Republican candidate that was winning by as much as Donald Trump, all of the Republican establishment would be calling for everybody else to drop out and support that person in first place. They would and be doing that. that. That's where I think we. That's where I think we are. He he's going to be the Republican nominee, and at this point, all the money spent against him uh, in the primary is only going only going to be wasted and that money that that's could that could be used and said to beat joe biden or any democrat uh next fall so um his, his support will continue to grow as it becomes inevitable that he's going to be the nominee i think ramaswamy uh if he continues to grow even a bit more if he should get close to 20 percent will position himself to get a look from donald trump as a potential running mate um i think desantis could be a good running mate the one negative there is he is from Florida, and right now so is Trump. So that's a bit of a stretch. Mike Pence, I don't think, is positioned to be the running mate again. I think there would be too much that would have to be buried between the two of them. Nikki Haley, there is some appeal there, but her numbers aren't great. And Tim Scott, who I like a lot, but Tim Scott in the recent polls from October or August the 7th until August the 11th went from 4% to 2%. But the other one that's there in the uh, top five or six is Chris Christie. No way, no how, no way. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I'm not saying that for me. Swami would be. A, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think I'm saying that for Donald Trump. Why would Trump <laughs> pick a guy who's sitting there calling him everything except the lower side of tar on the bottom of somebody's work boot? <laughs> that, that's right. I I don't see that happening. But Vivek Ramaswamy would be a great running mate, and. Even though Ohio is no longer what we call a swing state, it's definitely a firm, strong red state at this point. Um, he does come from a very important state next door and, and uh, with those Midwest values. A great American dream story. 
and uh, I could see Vivek either as a running mate or playing a very big role in the next in the next Trump administration. But you also look at the campaign that Vivek is running. He's not attacking Donald Trump, and that's why his numbers are going up and he's moved into second place. He's not attacking Donald Trump. He's talking about the big issues in our country, and there happens to be a, a strong uh, 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 following from voters who are looking for that substance. Yep. And I, I think that's one of the reasons that he's rising. And, and Ramaswamy, let's talk about things, obviously highly intellectual, um, and, and he, he just doesn't get thrown off. When reporters go, okay, you said that, but what about this topic? He he rolls right with it. Uh, he's very good. He's very astute at being able to go from here to there to there to there. Um, and he's from Ohio, as you said, a very important state. And he is a candidate of color. Now, he's not a black. He's not Hispanic. But he is of Indian descent. And I think that is very strong right now. Well, a, a strong background, and and of course, I, I really like his experience and uh, with business and you know understanding our economic needs of our country and what wokeness is doing to uh, eat our country inside out as a cancer and what we can. He's written two books on wokeness, and uh, he understands that we have to we have to uh, restore America's strength by being patriotic and pro-America. And uh, not giving in to the left-wing ideology that is uh, is the opposite that we that today we call wokeism. So, big fan. I'm I'm glad that there's a gro- that there's growing support for him. As you know, I've endorsed Donald Trump. I'm I'm uh, more convinced than ever that uh, we need him back in the White House. And uh, then, you know, I, like I said, I don't, I don't think there's any question at this point he's going to be the nominee. And the more the more they indict him, the more they attack him, the more they try to prevent him. From getting his name on the ballot again, the the stronger his support continues to get. Yeah, I, I want to talk more about this after you and I are done. But let me ask you while I have you here. Um, here's here's what I hate, and 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 I've I've said before I don't like it that Trump is continually talking about and playing um, playing the victim here. But I don't know how he can play much else. Every time he wakes up in the morning, there's more indictments at the door. This is starting to get absolutely ridiculous, and it needs to stop. And I think you would think that somebody on the Democrat side are like, guys, he's gone up 10 points since we started this nonsense. Let's knock it off. But I don't know if they're that smart. I've seen two or three polls just in the last 24 hours, Pat, that show handily beating Joe, Joe Biden on Election Day. So th- this narrative that he can't he can't win and— in the general election is completely false. Yep. Uh, President Trump is continuing to solidify his support, not just for the primary, but I believe more and more Americans are saying we were a lot better off when Donald Trump was president than we are today. And uh, that's that's what the November election is going to come down to. Long ways to go. But this uh, situation in Georgia this week, just another case where you have a, a prosecutor who can't, who's, who's a left-wing Democrat prosecutor that campaigned on arresting Donald Trump. These are these are campaign promises that they made. This is political, very politicized, very politicized use of the justice system. It's not going to stand, and Americans are, are outraged about it. Even if you don't like Donald Trump, you recognize that this is a two-tiered system of justice, and it's got to stop. We got We got to do something to rein it in. And and uh, this this uh, re- most recent case in Georgia, I think, is by far the worst that we've seen on that front yet. 
Well, I, I I don't know, Congressman Banks, if you're being fair about that, because if it was the worst yet, then they would do something like schedule the court date the day before Super Tuesday. Oh, wait a minute. They did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Is that nuts? Right. I mean, I, come on. I mean, how, how? Too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Take the mask off and show me. Oh, you are a hypocrite. OK, good. Um, so let me ask you real quick for you, sir. We're talking about the race for president. Let's go to the race for the Senate. we got 60 seconds left. So let me ask you across Indiana. How goes it? Well, it's going great. When when you and I talked last week, I was on my way to Indianapolis to the state Republican Party right. uh, annual dinner. And I, te- I, t- I told you we were getting a big uh, endorsement that night while well, we got the endorsement of the Indiana State Republican Party. Never happened before uh, in Indiana, but uh, the state party leadership decided that we've, we've brought the party together. Front, uh, hundreds of endorsements for Republicans all over the state. And the Indiana Republican Party has recently joined us with their support. Congressman Rudy Yakum at an event with Casey Hendrickson last night outside of South Bend. Uh, Congressman Rudy Yakum endorsed me. I'm very proud to have his support as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of great Republicans backing a lot of great Republicans. Let's hope we can bolster that all up to the national level. For your time today, sir, I appreciate it very, very much. Uh, Third District Congressman Jim Banks, we'll see you next week. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you very, very much. I always appreciate him being on. And I'm just going to say he's a little under the weather today, some throat trouble and all that. That's what all that yelling in all those places all over the state, that's what that gets you. Okay, that's that's one of the 8,342 reasons why I'm never going to run for office. Podcasts by Federated Media.